Welcome everyone to the College Parent Podcast. My name is Taylor Rossetti. And my name is Hannah Hansen. And we want to thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we will be interviewing John Beardbaum, Associate Vice President for Student Services at Western Illinois University, where he oversees university housing and dining services. The Office of Student Engagement, Student Rights and Responsibility at ACTS's Development Officer for the Division of Student Services. John was active as a student leader in undergrad and graduate school at Eastern Illinois University, where he received his Bachelor's of Arts in History and a Master's in Education in Counseling and College Student Personnel. John will be joining us to discuss the importance of supporting student leaders on campus. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Welcome, John, to the College Parent Podcast. Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to talk to you all. Yeah, we're excited to have you. We'll jump right on into our first question. What different opportunities are there for students to get involved in leadership positions on a college campus? You know, there's probably never in the history of higher ed um, been more opportunity for students to get involved on on campus and for their collegiate experience. Um, On almost any campus you go to, Belmont included, there's there's literally hundreds of organizations and clubs that you have the ability to join and belong to. whether it's a student government association, more political, a residence hall association, or or a traditional fraternity sorority life experience, or, uh, or these days like a more philanthropic dance marathons taking the the country by storm and doing some of the philanthropy that they do on those campuses and in the you know you can go to your office and student activities or student engagement on campus and just get a buffet of of whatever you want from biology club to chess club to equestrian club, um, and they'll give you that list of registered student organizations on your campus. Absolutely. Um, so what would you say are some of the benefits that can come from students having these leadership positions on campus, just from, you know, your personal experiences, as well as um, your role um, in leadership in higher ed? Um, and then also, are there any negatives to taking on these leadership roles as well? Sure. Well, I, I, I'd first say, you know, when I was an undergrad, even though it was, it was probably before you two were born, um, joining, joining student organizations and campus organizations changed my life. It's completely changed the direction of my life and I, for, for the better, they, it, it probably saved me. And I think I see that in students every day on campus where uh, it comes in, they're trying to find themselves, they're trying to find belonging they're, and, and these organizations come in and and it connects them to the campus, to the community, to the world. Uh, and I, I think it, it changes their lives as well. And, and it's important for networking. Um, it's important for building soft skills. And we talk about that all the time with our, our students is uh, a lot of these employees, when you graduate, can teach you how to do their technical process, but they need people that can interact with the world in a rapidly changing world, uh, a, ra- uh, a much more diverse world, a, a world that's much closer uh, through technology than it's ever been. So those soft skills are important and building those through being a student leader on campus uh, really gives you a leg up if, if you're a student getting ready to graduate and go out into the, to the job market. Uh, I would also say this, and, and this may be the most important thing of all. Uh, all the research will tell you that your best chance um, to stay in school is and, and persist is 
through connections. The, the data is there. It's, it's for everybody to see. If you're connected to something, whether it's a professor or a staff member or a club or an organization, um, your chance of persistence and, and then graduation is much, much higher. Um, so if you're a parent that has invested your, your life savings into putting it in your kid's college education, um, you've invested quite a bit of money these days compared to when I went to school. And if you want to ensure that investment, then I would prod your students to get involved and become connected. Uh, I mean, selfishly, it also helps them build their resume. And uh, a lot of those advisors that they have in these groups will likely be references for them, um, whether they're writing scholars, writing letters of recommendation for scholarships awards while they're at school, or writing letters uh, for grad school if they want to go to grad school, or, or writing letters and referencing for employers that they're they're trying to get a job with. It's very important. And then what about, um, so you've kind of spoken to a lot of the positives and the good things. Would you say that there is any like potential negatives of or things that people need to take into consideration when taking on these leadership roles? I, I, I wouldn't say there's a lot of downside, but I guess I would say, I would say this. I, the biggest downsides uh, I think are, you overcommit, you know, I shared with you off camera that um, when I was a student leader, I liked the leader part of my experience better than the student part of my experience. So uh, I probably let it distract me from the classroom. That's not everybody. Um, you two are very responsible people. So that's not your life. But I had friends that that shared, uh, shared my sin in, in liking the leader part better than the student part. Um, so I, that's a possible thing, but that's something you can figure out. And in a lot of schools, they have built-in grade requirements for those students where they put up guardrails for you, uh, where those weren't there when I was there. I think uh, I would say other potential downsides are if you if you decide to join something and don't commit, I, I think there's a downside to that. But I mean, I, I think on balance uh, overall, um, the juice is definitely worth the squeeze to be involved. I, I, I think that the downside is very minuscule. In your opinion, how can parents best support their students who do decide to take on these different leadership positions? What resources might be available to student leaders both on and off campus? Well, uh, first things first, what, if, if you're a parent, what can you do? Uh, and I, I have a nephew, this first year student at a school here in the state that I'm in this year. So I talked to my brother, who's his father and, and, and his and my, and my sister-in-law all the time about this is, you know, the two biggest things is go to class every day and get involved. And so encourage your kid to get involved because um, it's as important as the classroom piece of it. And so important, in fact, that some institutions are experimenting with a co-curricular transcript that can go with you with your academic transcript when you leave school. So encourage them to become involved. Even if they weren't involved in high school for whatever reason, that doesn't mean there can't be a reset for them. So don't just stereotype your kid, you know, well, that, that's not how they are, or they're an introvert. Um, there's plenty of ways for introverts to become connected and to become involved in student organizations. There's a role for everybody on the team. And they need to know that. And they, the, the parents do need to know what we talked about in the first question is there are lots of, there are lots of organizations available to them. 
you know, and it could be in their specific area of study, you know, you could be in business club or biology club or, or it, it could be recreational. And, and I think the parents, if they want to do their homework, go onto the webpage in the student services division and look at um, the student activities or student engagement office, um, whatever it's called on the, the, the different campuses. And, and when they're having those too often daily helicopter parent conversations with their kids, at least they can integrate something in like that of, hey, are you are you reaching out and, and getting involved in something? So um, what other resources? Uh, I, I think hall staff, I, you know, I came out of my background when I started was in housing and dining. So I'm a big, I'm a big supporter of leaning on the hall staff, the resident assistant, the graduate assistant, the, the hall director, or complex director in your buildings. Those are some of the most resourced people on campus. And the, I hope that the parents are getting to know their students RA on the day they move them in and they continue that relationship through things like family weekend and and other events that bring them to campus. And, it, and those are resources as well that are really important in this whole idea of involvement. And, and there's probably no better, there's probably no better student leadership opportunity on campus than being a resident assistant. I don't know that I can be objective about that. It's a very tough job, but it's a very rewarding job and it builds the best skills. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Just in my um, experience with housing and residential communities, like you just have so many opportunities to be able to be a part of so many different things and connect people to different resources. Um, so one other you know question we were thinking about that people could be thinking of, especially as some of our listeners are incoming freshmen, potentially. Um, do you think that students um, should wait to become involved on campus? Um, do you think there's ever a time when taking a leadership position might be too much um, at any certain time? I'll answer that like this. Everybody's different is what I would say. So my answer can't be definitive for everybody. I make room for one-off and unique situations. So with that caveat, I will say, you cannot join something fast enough. You cannot get involved in something fast enough. <laughs> get involved the first night. Get involved the first day. Um, and, and because the quicker you get connected, the better your chances of staying on campus, persisting through the college experience, and graduating are. That's data. That's not some old guy on a podcast telling you that. That's that's a spreadsheet and analytics, and we know more about that stuff than we've ever known, uh, fortunately and unfortunately at the same time. And join something you're passionate about. Don't join just to join. Join something that you love. Join something that you're going to be passionate about. Join something that will be foundational uh, in your experiences the rest of your life. But join. Awesome. You touched on this a little bit before as well, but student leadership has definitely changed over the last couple of years. Um, in your experience from what you've seen, how have those student leadership roles changed on campus in the most recent years? Two things come to my mind very quickly when I hear that question. And one, we're hopefully going to get past sooner than later. And COVID has changed how student leadership opportunities were available on campus. Um, in college and high school and K through 12, all that stuff, right? Um, so the remote stuff, there was less connection, there was less being together in, in larger groups. And we're, see, we're starting to see that open up everywhere across the country. 
Um, and, you know, it probably opened up faster around you all than where I'm at, but it's pretty wide open here now too. But one of the things it did is it halted a lot of those organizations, how they actually did day-to-day business. And so a lot of them I see are trying to rebuild to where they were pre-pandemic. And what that means is this though, there are opportunities that not necessarily would have been there for an incoming uh, freshman that are there now because the pandemic opened those things up and they haven't been rebuilt or refilled. And so take advantage of a good crisis is what I would say is, you know, you're getting an opportunity that you wouldn't otherwise have had. And so I think that's important. The second thing that I see in terms of how leadership uh, continues to change um, is technology. When I went to school, uh, I think the very last year I was there, we finally got one of one of us got a answer machine and it had one of those big old 90 minute tapes in it. You know, uh, we didn't we certainly didn't have cell phones and we didn't have email when I went to school. Um, so much less text, TikTok, Snapchat Messenger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And that has changed how students communicate. I don't think in a healthy way, but I'm old and certainly can't be objective on this matter. But it doesn't matter whether I think it's healthy or not. This is how students communicate. So folks like me have had to evolve and get creative and connect in different ways because otherwise we're not going to connect with those students. And so um, figuring out how to marry technology, but bring back a little bit of the old school face-to-face, learn communication skills when you're eye to eye and not just with the keyboard courage, that, that has changed how leaders are and trying to thread the needle of acknowledging that technology is not going away, but the old way of doing it should not go away either. And we've got to find a way to marry them. So um, just another question I'm thinking about is um, in your time working with student leaders, what would you say is one of the most impressive skills or things that you look for when you're looking to add a student leader to your team? If you're asking me what my bias or preference is. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm I, I like kids that are confident. I like kids that aren't afraid to make a decision, whether it's the right one or the wrong one. I like people that at least will try. Uh, if we just wanted to go by the manual, I could hire Alexa or Siri, and they're going to get it right all the time, and I only have to pay for them once. So. Um, I like people that can make decisions. I like kids with a sense of humor because um, one thing we don't we don't lead with in the whole student leadership thing is student leadership is about learning. And the biggest lessons and the best learning, in, in at least in my life and in the, in the lives of students that I advise, come from mistakes. We don't like to talk about the mistakes. They're messy and they're they're blurry and they they're not fun to put on Facebook or on Instagram or, or whatever, but the mistakes are where the learning really happens. I love self-aware kids that aren't afraid to make mistakes, pick themselves back up and, and, and move forward because of it and learn from it. I, I would say those are big ones for me, just off my head, shooting from the hip. Awesome. Thank you so much, John, for taking the time to come talk with us today about student leaders across campus. Um, As we conclude this episode, some of the things that really stood out to me that you shared 
Um, is that student leaders currently have more opportunities than ever before to get involved on campus. Um, with that, there's opportunity to find a life-changing position to network, to build your soft skills. Um, you also share that having connections will ultimately help students to thrive in school, and having a student leader position can help them do that. Um, you also share that with student leadership positions, you need to be careful about the balance. You don't overcommit to one position, but you don't also undercommit when you do agree to take on a position. Um, you also share that for parents, they should be encouraging their students to go to class and to get involved as much as they can. And while everyone is different, you cannot join a leadership position fast enough. Um, I also really enjoyed what you shared there at the end, that there are different skills that we look for in leaders, and you pointed out skills like confidence, being decisive, and humor are really great skills for our student leaders to have. As we wrap up this episode, we want to thank you for taking time to be a guest on our show today. And if you want to learn more, check out our other The College Parent Podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Have a great day and see you next time.